Oh, and before we, I don't know if you want to mention on the show, I have no idea what's going on with the Porch Talk Twitter handle. Nothing. I'm not in any way involved in that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Um, apparently, Adam has created a, you know how he, we talk, we have the, he has the thing Porch Talk, our, our podcast, the greatest podcast never recorded. Sure. Well, now there's a Twitter for the greatest podcast never recorded. And like literally he put out a tweet like earlier before. It's like Porch Talk is in all capital letters not available on the following formats. iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casters, Google Play, Spotify, Player FM, TuneIn, and definitely not available on any RSS feed. And what's the, the, the handle for Porch Talk that's not done by Adam? Well, it is done by Adam, I think. But uh, oh, okay, kayfabe. By the way, okay, oh, I think this is the show. I don't know. Okay, it's at Porch Talk S T B N N. That kind of hangs a hangs a light on it, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I when I searched Porch Talk, and there already is a different Porch Talk. Mm-hmm. That was also started... Oh, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> As I look at this one, where it's a picture of the two of yous together. <laughs> right. How did I miss this thing following me? This much. This must be, like, literally new. So I'll follow yes. it back. And I like the fact that the Turn picture he retweets. used... What? I love, the, I love that it's a, an old picture when he was much rounder, so... Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to, I don't want to slender read a fancy gentleman next to me in the picture, making me look that much puffier. I don't know. I'll see him when I go pick up my new phone this week. Oh, yes. So as discussed on this very show last week, uh, when I I said I needed a new phone, and by talking it, it came to pass. Mm-hmm. As uh, the fancy gentleman through his importer exporter business. Uh, reached out to me and said, hey, here's the deals we have on these phones. But he had contacted me during the uh, the recording of Longbox Heroes itself. So I just like quickly emailed him and said, we'll talk about this on Thursday when we record the Rasslin show. Um, but it's like, I guess Motorola is the company. And I had a Mo- Motorola before. And it was like uh, Motorola G Stylus, G Power, G Fast, and G E, right? Mm-hmm. So then, like, there was a 25-minute discussion before we did the wrestling show of, like, which one does this do? How does that go? How do these things move? You know, what do they do? And uh, he was pushing the Stylus one on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do I need a Stylus? And he's like, oh, you know, you said you play those Jackbox games and it's like good to draw or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I could just use my fat finger. I'm fine, you know? <laughs> right. Well, they could also cut your hair. A good stylist is something you should have. No, wrong stylist. Oh, okay. So, like I said, we went back and forth on that. And I told him, I go, well, let's see. Because I got, you know, obviously bills come first other than me getting a new phone and like, Everything else came before me getting a new phone, but this deal was too good to be true. Probably will be. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, being that we're now work from home, I noticed my last two paychecks, we'd gotten paid way early. Mm-hmm. Like, typically we get paid every other Friday. But I think they've been showing up, like, every Tuesday now. 
Ooh, for super secret science. That's dangerous when your which, checks come early. Yeah, which throws me off, but I do a good job. Like, I have a system of how I do everything and what gets paid and how it gets paid. In triplicates and in, you know, in a notebook and on a spreadsheet. Right, right. Yeah. So all of that. And uh, then I was done. And I'm like, okay, I'm up with what I have for myself for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, fancy gentleman, I could pay you for the phone. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to wait until Thursday, Friday when I got paid, but I have the money now, so I'm going to pay you now. Right. So I paid him now. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so uh, it's not in stock at the two importer-exporter locations around <laughs> here. Right. So he had to have it shipped to himself. And by having it shipped to himself, it'll be here on Friday. I went and I ordered the case for myself, and this was the gimmick that we're looking at. So the one that I chose was the Fast. Mm -hmm. Okay? Whatever. It was the cheapest. So I ordered the Fast, (laughs) and he goes, yeah, I don't think we have any of the cases. So I go and I search on Amazon for the cases, right? Right. Okay. And uh, so I put in the cases, I'm like, Motorola Fast, or, you know, Motorola G Fast case. Mm-hmm. And it pulls up a bunch. And then when you click on them, they all come up. Motorola case, not for the Fast, not for the Fast. All of them were like, not for the Fast. Even though I searched Fast, right. the way the search algorithm works, it pulled up all the ones first that were not for the Fast. Mm-hmm. Because they had in their description, not for the Fast. sounds like (laughs) that's what i said i said you know right so i got that that's coming friday my phone is coming to him on friday right and And i've got to figure out when i'm going to go to meet him to pick that up right and you know it will be gently placed on his front uh, front porch so you don't have to worry (laughs) the postman code will be adhered to joe and he has to show me how the SIM card gimmick works. Oh. I don't know. Right. Because um, I was under the impression, like, it was a much more complicated process when you get a new phone. Like, you have to go to, like, whatever your provider's thing is, and they have to do a whatever, and you have to notify your provider. And he's like, no, you just take the SIM card out, you put it in the new phone, and you're done. I go, okay. Yep. You make it sound very easy. It, well, it is. It is, Joe. Right. You don't have to worry. But the other reason I laugh is, so um, he's going through all this about having it, uh, the two local importer-exporter places Mm -hmm. don't have it in stock. So this past weekend, we went to the drive-in. We went to go see um, Ghostbusters at the local drive-in here, right? Took the kid Mm -hmm. to go see Ghostbusters. Uh, This was our way of forcing him to watch Ghostbusters. We wanted him to see it forever, and now he saw it, Right. Right. So when we went to the drive-in the week prior to go see Return of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, and all those sort of things, we went with DJ and Michelle, who were drive-in professionals, and they pull out, like, this big, like, fancy, like, speaker that doubles as a radio, and it doesn't plug in. You just charge it, and you do this thing with it, right? Right. So we're like, we need one of those, okay? So I'm like, what do I... I go, what's the name of it? What do I search? What do I do? And he goes, just type this. And I, I go to... Um, the importer exporters website. And I type in that thing. 
Right. And it says that it's in stock. You know, I, I checked the thing of like, is it in stock at my local importer exporter? It is. Okay. I order it and says, it'll be ready in an hour. We'll let you know when it's ready to come pick it up. Don't come pick it up until you get the email. Okay. <laughs> 59 minutes later, I get an email that says we don't have this item in stock. We could try one of the other local importer exporter locations because it's in stock at this one, which is the fancy gentleman's importer exporter location. Right. All right. Let's, let's move it there. All right. It's ready to go. We have it in stock. It'll be ready in an hour. Don't come to pick it up until we send you an email that it's ready to go. All right. Why am I thinking 59 minutes later? 59 minutes later, get an email. It's not in stock. But we could try another one if you don't mind traveling to, like, Stroudsburg. I do mind. So we have another one. So we now start the the thing back again. Because they have four of this, four different ones, right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, I start with the cheapest one. (laughs) so we go back go to the second one down ship it to my local importer exporter we have it in stock it'll be ready to go in an hour don't come pick it up until we email you 59 minutes later get an email (laughs) this is not in stock (laughs) and i'm just fuming and april's like no no i think we should really get this because we'll probably end up going to the drive it a lot more you know just because of uh these troubling times Todd. Um, so she goes, let's just try the next one. The third one finally works. But it was just funny that it's like it was like the fourth time finally it worked, you know, going between two different importer exporter locations, three different models of the same item where the website says it's in stock, but don't come pick it up for an hour because it might not, because it takes us an hour to prepare it with our touchless, you know, pickup, whatever. <laughs> That's right. They got to steam clean it first. I don't know. But that Mm. was my... And then we went to go see Ghostbusters. Ace enjoyed it. Uh, I was worried that he wouldn't because we hyped it up too much. Yeah, I know the feeling. But he enjoyed it very much, which made me happy. It felt like I did my job as a parent and as an adult. And uh, jokingly, the next day, we're on our way up to my folks' house for dinner. And I'm just calling my dad. Let him know we're on our way. And uh, I go, oh, yeah, we took Asa to go see Ghostbusters last night. And jokingly, I said, I go, he got to learn a whole bunch of new swear words. Right. <laughs> Which in the backseat, Asa very quietly says, I already knew all those swear words. Yeah. <laughs> That's your boy right there. <laughs> and I said, I go, and I heard him. I go, oh, Asa said he already knew all those ones. I'm like, we're going to have to take him to another movie this time that he doesn't know the swear words for. Oh, I remember seeing Porky's at a at a very young age, so I know I I know the feeling. Well, I've told the story many a times. Uh, you know, speaking of drive-ins, and I probably told it here the other week. But the my first drive-in experience was the double header of Purple Rain and Police Academy. Oh, I didn't see anybody laughing. Um, my my thing is uh, the first I don't remember the first drive-in movie I saw. The first movie I ever saw was Pete's Dragon. That I remember, but I don't know what the first drive-in movie was. Because we used to go. Did you go with like your family to that one, or was that like a yes. teen romp? Okay, it was me, my three brothers. Like it was the whole family loaded up in the car. You know, 
I remember me. I remember seeing Porky's uh, at my cousin's house on like cable TV when nobody was home, and then like all our parents walking in and like, what were you watching? And was <laughs> forget who was there. Somebody ratted us all out. It was like, oh, they were watching Porky's, and my mom was like, you like that movie? I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie, Porky's was sweet. Kim Cattrall, you know, at the height of her powers. I think we uh, had a chance to see a lot more than we'd like because we had HBO and my parents didn't care. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't have HBO, but my neighbors did, and that's where I got most of my, you know, mm-hmm. those films as a kid. Though I do remember, you know, watching Wavy Cinemax at night. That was always good. <laughs> Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Scramble Vision. Come on. Scramble Vision, and then they occasionally you'd have the porno channel. You'd have the music going on. You could see a little bit if it if that if that like rain that you know dancing rainbow moved to the left or to the right enough. So we so the way our did you have and again to get too deep into the very specific things of our local area? Did you have Verto for your cable? We did. Yes, Verto, that's what we had early on. Yes. Okay. So, Verto was who we had as well. And, like, we had dick all nothing when it came to channels up until, like, 1988, right? Like, we had 13 channels. Like, we had the normal, like, five, right, Uh, that you can get off the antenna. And then they had, like, six or seven more. Right. And then I remember... uh, in 88, 89, where we went from 13 to, like, 30. And I can almost remember, like, what numbers what was. Right. If that makes any sense. No, I know what you mean. On the, the clicker box on the top. Yeah, so 12, just like, you know, because tw- like we had 12. 12 was, um, no, shit, I don't remember what 12 was. But, like, 13 was, like, the religious channel. Right. 14 was like the home channel. 15 was Nickelodeon. 16 was the weather channel. Was seven, seven what was that? Seven, 17 MTV? 17 was MTV. Yep, yep. 18 was A&E. Mm-hmm. 19 was Lifetime. I forget what 20 was. 21 was HBO, right? No, now see for us 21 was USA. Okay, yes, 21 was USA. 22 was ESPN. No, you know what? 12 was ESPN. I take that back. 12 was ESPN. I take that back. So 21 was USA. I forget what 22 was. 23 was Cinemax. 24 was HBO. Okay. So when we, because we had HBO, but we didn't have Cinemax. So Cinemax would just come in as nothing. Like the whatever the way that our box was, it would be the scramble, but we wouldn't get anything on it. It would just be like no, like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, as you go down, I think like, I don't remember like 25, 26, but I remember 27 was prism. Oh, Cause I, prism. Cause I really wanted prism cause prism would show, uh, the WF house shows that were at the spectrum. Right. Oh, of course. That's right. And my buddy who lived in Scranton there, cause I was just in Taylor at the time he lived in Scranton. I think. 27 was Prism, and then on 32, which we didn't even have in Taylor, like lowly Taylor, 32 was MSG. Right. And he got, so he got both the house show channels, like the, <sighs> the, the Madison Square Garden house shows for WWF, 
and the, the, the Spectrum how it shows for the for WWF. So it was like getting like two extra pay per views a month almost, mm, right? Lucky you too, you say. <laughs> and luckily, uh, MSG was like an A show town, and mm-hmm. Spectrum was like a B show town. So you'd get like different cards each month. CYC was like an F level town. So we would get like the dregs of society, like the bottom feeder guys from WWF, if you believe that there's such a thing. Right. Where I'm going with all this is it wasn't until 91 where we finally got pay-per-view. And that's when in Taylor, we were able to get the scramble vision where with whatever they did with the pay-per-view viewers choice, now Cinemax and Prism and all those other ones, even though we didn't get them, you could kind of scope them out and you Mm. got the sound. Right. See, what I'm misremembering is because I had the the box and I didn't get that until later. We didn't get I didn't have cable at a very or like for a lot of years. I I had to beg for cable and then cable was kind of the thing that showed up with the dog and the quad runner when my parents got a divorce as like as like the payoff for like them going their separate ways. Um so, but when my father ended up, because my father wasn't wasn't lonely long after he left my mother, mm-hmm. um, and he was living with someone like up over the mountain, over the Jessup Mountain, and they had a satellite dish because they couldn't have cable, and that was like that's what I'm remembering of like that. Not only did they have like all right, they had their basic channels, and they couldn't get uh, like cinemax they maybe had hbo they weren't paying for it but they had like 10 different porn channels and those were what were on and i remember watching those uh like like flicking through the channels and they were they, they were that but yeah like cable. and the thing that i hate about having cable was when i when i got it um whatever cable we had at the time it was later shortly after verto when whenever i would get a channel added to my cable lineup they would take something off that channel that i really wanted uh and i'd be like all right we're gonna we're finally giving you sci-fi on your on your on your package i'd be like oh good i could finally watch like you know mystery science theater 3000 and reruns again and it would be like all right well we no longer have the license and uh, i just never forget and it always made me laugh it was like jesus christ like everything i'm looking forward to that was like especially on these channels i could get is now gone, but like you said, I could always get wrestling, but you know, I never wanted that. So I'll like we, I know in Taylor, growing up and even into my my teen years, we didn't have like that next level premium package that included like Cartoon Network, Comedy right. Central, Sci Fi Network, any of that stuff until maybe ninety seven, ninety eight. Because I remember Edsel Studebaker, at the time, his now wife was going to school at King's. Mm -hmm. And we would go, like, I was still living here. He was living in Jersey because he was working in the city. She was going to school here uh, at King's. And we would meet kind of there and hang out at her place. One, because, like, it was a centralized location for the three of us. But also... Whoever the cable carrier was, and now that I know it's Service Electric, Service Electric, in Wilkes-Barre had all that shit in, like, 95, 96. And I'm like, I'm 20 miles away from this, and we don't have this on our cable. And it's like, you know, Verto versus Service Electric. And I think 
97, 98 is when the proliferation of, like, your direct TV start coming up. Right. So then, like, Verda was like, oh, shit, we can't be throttling these people anymore. So, like, we're just going to give them everything. And I vaguely remember, like, me having, like, in Dixon City outside of Scranton, having really good cable when it mm-hmm. did show up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I know what you're talking about, because literally, all, all joking aside, like, fucking cable was like the old territories in wrestling. Yep. It was, you would go one county over, and they would have something completely different. And it was, like, ridiculous. And, 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 and in the same grounds, I'll never forget, you know how far away Clark Summit is from me and Scranton. Like, yep. for me, Clark Summit was a local call, and Scranton, it was a long-distance call. Oh, forget about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, like, weird shit was. Like, now we talk about we pick up a cell phone, we can call, you know, Japan and, you know, not not be charged anything. Uh-huh. But back then, everything you did was, you know, anything, you put a one before your number and you were, you were paying for it, yeah. you know? And again, and, I, I remember the one time I was staying over an aunt of mine's house who lived in Wilkes-Barre mm-hmm. and I called home just to check because like something happened right right i was seven and i called home to taylor and it was a long distance call and i heard hell from both ends from my (laughs) aunt and from my parents like how dare i do that to her don't i know what a long distance call costs Mm -hmm. and obviously i didn't (laughs) i'll never kid there, and I mean, there's a great quote, and I don't remember what episode it was. It was of like Mash, and somebody was there. They're like, they're like, so what are you doing? He's like, oh, I, I'm thinking about like you know making a long distance call. Now, granted, they're in Korea, so it was much different. But like, and he was making a big deal about it. And Klinger literally goes, he's like, I don't know why everybody makes such a big deal about a, a long distance call. It's like they they walked every mile of the way to get it. Yeah, it cost it some money. But yeah, I mean if you went out of control with it, it it was uh thing. And I've never like done the even back in the day because we're old fuddy duddies done the reverse the charges thing. Yeah. Like that was now, see I never did that. Like I never knew that scam not only the one reverse the charges, the other one where you would call from a payphone where you would call someone like collect. Mm-hmm from a payphone and you would just like will you accept a, uh, a call from it's Joe call me back you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that sort of thing or like uh, where you would just leave it in whatever that time frame like do you accept a collect call from blank mm-hmm. I never did that because I always had money on me you know what I mean like I who didn't always have a quarter right a quarter I remember when phone calls were a dime that was when, when you dropped a dime <laughs> oh my goodness but no I did do the I did do the like the phone like the pay phone because I didn't have any change a couple of times. I remember like going to like the the local movie up at the at the Viewmont Mall when they had it, and the Aladdin's sure. Castle was next door. And I remember blowing like having to be like my my mother and or my father, whoever it doesn't really matter, was like, all right, when you're done with the movie, you know, like call us. And we went, we blew all our change at aladdin's castle we didn't save anything to call so we ended up having to call with the like hey you know the scam thing so yeah, like yeah. hey we're ready <laughs> you know what I mean? who's the call from hey pick us up you know yeah so two last things about uh the pay-per-view and the cable and everything else like that right mm-hmm. so i mentioned so we get pay-per-view in 91 finally in our area prior to that 
where I was in Taylor on the border of Scranton, no pay-per-view. My uncle who lived Scranton border of Dixon City, they had pay-per-view, right? So he would be the one that would tape the pay-per-views for us, bring them down on Sunday or whatever day it was, and we watch them that way. So 91 comes around, we get pay-per-view in our homes, we can get those sort of things. We already have the cable box, so all you have to do is just, like, call a number. You could just call the number at any time. Like, it would just scroll, and there'd be different phone numbers. Like, okay, if you want, like, to watch Die Hard 2, call this number. If you want to watch this, call this number. And all it was was just, like, an 800 number or, like, a toll, like, like, a, like a local call. And if you called during off hours because you had the box, it would just register, right? Right. So watching WF, WCW programming at the time, they would always say, contact your local cable provider, don't be shut out, so on and so forth. You know, we have this big jump up in 91. I don't realize that there's literally like hundreds of other people across the world that didn't have the box. So if you wanted a pay-per-view, you had to go to your cable company's offices during office hours, pay the lease fee on the box, <laughs> for the pay-per-view that weekend and god forbid you missed the time that your local cable office is closed because like if you don't call by five o'clock on friday you ain't seeing the pay-per-view on sunday oh no yeah the cable company was notorious for that kind of stuff like we're done at like two to five you know yeah yeah and then that's the other thing is and let's say you know then they from what i understand talking to people there was a gauge of how many boxes they had. There were bigger areas where like they would just get a rush and like, yeah, sorry, it's a week before and we don't have any more boxes left. Right. Yeah. They they didn't have uh, they didn't they didn't keep a box for every customer at their uh-huh. at their office. You know what I mean? It's like, oh well, you know, we have seventy five thousand customers. Hey, we better have seventy five thousand boxes in case all of them want the paper. It was like, no, we have, you know, X amount. When they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So then the other thing with the pay-per-views is, because the pay-per-view would always have, like, a half-hour, like, pre-show thing. Mm-hmm. And that was free. That was the thing to try to get you to watch the pay-per-view. Yep. It is now the, the job of the cable company that once the pay-per-view starts, on their end, to flip a switch or set a timer or whatever it is, to, if the pay-per-view starts at 7, you turn it off if they haven't paid at 7. Right. It never went off at 7. Okay? No. 7.05, 7.30, whatever. The other thing is, especially with WWF, they would always do a replay of the pay-per-view immediately after. Verto never set the timer for those. <laughs> so pay-per-view would be over at 7 or whatever. Okay? 11 o'clock. Pay-per-view replay comes on, or 10 o'clock, or whatever it is, 10.30. Pay-per-view replay comes on, Flip switch doesn't get flipped, people are getting free pay-per-views. And that went on for the life of the time that they did it with those boxes. <laughs> so, you know, that's how I got all the WF and WCW pay-per-views, if I didn't mind watching them on the replay. You know, and it's not like they were being spoiled for me on the internet in 1992. What? Twitter wasn't ruining them for you in 1992? No. Marty McFly wasn't coming back with the results? I was not a prepubescent dirt sheet subscriber like some people were. Oh, my goodness. 
You know, I would just read it in the after mags three months later and act like a big shot, you know? Well, that is how you are. I know Razor Ramon's not really a Cuban guy. Wait a minute. I remember six years ago, he was like a doughy guy with a mustache. (laughs) But he is the bad guy, right? Right. Well, he didn't used to be. Like, I think Razor Ramon was like his, like, seventh incarnation before something finally stuck. Mm -hmm. Like, first he was, uh, I think his first gimmick was like Starship Coyote (laughs) as part of Starship America. Mm -hmm. Then he was just Scott Hall. Then he was Big Scott Hall. <laughs> then he was Magnum Scott Hall. Then there was, was another guy in the territories, Magnum TA, that was bigger than he was. So he couldn't be Magnum anymore. So then he was Gator Scott Hall. <sighs> then he was the Diamond Stud. Then he was Razor Ramon. Oh, okay. I was worried. <laughs> right. Was That's worried. how it goes sometimes, you know? In the, and in the career in the world of sports and or entertainment. And while you're on the forbidden subject on this show of wrestling, which was most of the show anyway, but I am glad that I can officially hand the torch off to just re- like not understanding wrestling to you know Michelle. Like when I saw you guys tweeting earlier this week about like she was like, "What is this? What's going on? Is this on the Smashdown show? What's the name of the wrestling that's on Friday?" And I'm like. Oh my God! Smashdown is my new favorite term for SmackDown, and like that, like earlier in the week, brought up all the the sayings that I had. But I'm like, if I never do wrestling again, my gimmick is in good hands with Michelle because <laughs> well, it's not like, a gimmick Mich- for her. It's- no, she lives it because she has it in her house. You have no one in your house, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Pay per view also entitled that. But uh, you have no one in your house who actively watches on a minimum seven to eight hours of wrestling a week. Oh, there should some, be some some weeks more. There should be a law, but anyway. And, and then records a podcast about said wrestling. Mm-hmm. You don't have that going on in your house. Michelle does. Right. So no matter how hard she tries to escape it, you know. Uh, even, you know, our friend Jenna is leaving. She, uh, she lives in Maryland. She's from the area. She's moving out to the West Coast uh, this weekend or next weekend. And she put up, or next weekend, and she put up on Facebook. It's like, hey, let's see if, if I'm in the area this weekend. Let's see if we can all get together. Michelle's like, that'd be great. And Jenna's like, I have to apologize to you because I know if we get together, your husband and I are going to talk about wrestling. Oh. <laughs> and she's Michelle's like, to see you before you leave to the West Coast, that's a small price to pay. I don't know. It still still seems very costly. I don't know. But anyway. So so I did have another agenda for this today, but I don't think uh, I remember what it was because I think this ended up being better than whatever the hell I had planned. Uh, I kind of want to know what the agenda is. So after we're done, if if you remember, let me know. I don't remember. My memory is very faulty these days. What? You, sir, are a bastion of memory. Yeah. So, uh, hey, maybe you're listening to this early. Uh, That's because you're a Patreon subscriber at the $5 level. Maybe you want to listen to this early so that you get these shows in the correct listening order. (laughs) You can get this early by being a $5 or greater Patreon. Even if you just want more from Todd and I, you could spend an extra buck a month and get two bonus shows 
uh, the Babbling Brook show, which will be recording the new episode for the $5 folks this weekend. And then everyone under 5 bucks will be getting the previewing of the past for June this weekend. So, you know, Patreon exists. Uh, I'm not cutting my nose despite my face here because I think more people listen to this on Friday than they do off the Patreon. But hey, maybe it'll get people get more Patreons because we got more Patreons recently in the last week or two. And that's Yay. always a good thing. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, you know, I didn't say it at the beginning, episode 295 of Longbox Heroes <laughs> After Dark, but I'm saying it now. It was a little tenuous of when the show actually began, but I think I can fix it in editing. Uh, you're good like that. And don't Look, let people don't let people fool you who make who who want you to think that they have you over a barrel. Editing a podcast and uploading it is as easy and as difficult or as difficult as you want it to be. At any point, you need my ringtone maker to help out. Let me know. Right, Todd does it off his ringtone maker off his phone. How difficult can it be? Exactly. Sometimes I say stuff on the show that's literally for one person who will probably never hear it. But that's the way I like to live my life. <laughs> Making uh, references no one gets and on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, boy. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Longboxheroes.com, soon to be named network.com, patreon.com slash longboxheroes. You're listening to the soon to be named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.